come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And this one's a little different. It's a little different. If you're listening, if you're a loyal podcast listener, thank you. First of all, thank you. Um, If you just found this podcast on one of the podcast outlets, thank you. But maybe you didn't find the podcast through a regular podcast place. Maybe you are actually watching us because this is technically our second video podcast, but in many ways, it's our first video podcast. Like a video. A video. I mean, it's an it's it's about the audio, but this is a video. You can find it over on YouTube. So uh, why, why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this video podcast? Video kill the podcast star. Video kill. Because you know that song? No. MTV. Not podcast. Well, no. I know the real. Okay, yeah, right, I know yeah. the real. That's song. when when MTV came out. Yeah. Were, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we're doing this so people can look at us. So okay. So strike here, a pose. Strike a pose. Now, don't worry if you are a person that just listens to the podcast. Fear not. The goal of this podcast will always, I think far as I'm concerned, unless, you know, popularity sways this, it's always going to be an audio podcast first. So what you're not going to find in these video versions is a lot of special video only elements. So what I'm saying is you can listen to this podcast and it's going to be okay. Like the other video podcast we did was, was more about the video. It was, we did a tour of our apartment and weird stuff like that. That's not what this is going to be. This is more like our regular podcast. It's all about the audio. We may occasionally throw a picture of something up here or there, but mostly we're doing this for other reasons. We want to do video podcasts because we know that there are people out there that don't really do the whole audio podcast thing. Maybe they don't really just understand the platform. Maybe they're just not in situations where that is really convenient for them. Or maybe they just don't like audio podcasts. So this gives them an opportunity to find us, discover us, enjoy us and what we do. And um, yeah, we just thought it would be a good idea to try this out and see what everybody thinks about it. And and you do, if you aren't, then you might be wondering, well, then why would you watch us? Because like Kimber said, you get to see us and uh, see the weird faces we make at each other when certain things are said. And I don't know, sometimes it's fun to just sit there and watch people talk, I guess. So there you go. That is, <laughs> that's why we're doing this, right? Are there any other reasons we're doing this? Um, I mean, we want to reach more people. We do. We do. So, you know, it's been a rough year for everyone. And um, our podcast, when we started it, it was pre-pandemic and it was taking off fairly quickly. You know, I did. I used to do the Cruise Geeks podcast, so I kind of saw how that one took off. And this one was taking off at a similar, maybe even quicker trajectory. And it kind of, 
you know, we hit pandemic times and it kind of topped off and it's just stagnated. Well, the pandemic is, is coming to an end. And so it's, Hopefully. it's coming to an end. <laughs> and it's time for us to embrace the positive and make a change. One of the changes we thought we could do to reach more people was to broaden how we present our information. So that's what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. So where can you find the podcast? I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this or watching it, you already know. But you may not know all the places where you can do that. Well, not They might not already know. If they're listening, they might not know where to watch us. Well, that's true. So tell but them where can they watch us. They can watch us on YouTube at Fantastic Studios. That's right. So we have... it's. This is weird, a little bit weird. We have a Fantastic Cruising YouTube channel, which we'll, I don't want to take it down because it does have some of our first just audio versions of our podcast up there, but it was very inconsistent. We didn't like that format. Our main YouTube channel is Fantastic Studio. So if you go to YouTube, make sure you type in Fin, F-I-N-tastic, not fantastic. And when it autocorrects, change it, change back. it back. Yeah. And uh, that's where we do all of our vlogs for when we do cruises or manatee swims or scuba dives or whatever it is we do, that is also going to be, because we just, we're trying to simplify things, that's also going to be where you can find these video podcasts is on the YouTube channel, Fantastic Studio. So go to YouTube, follow that, or if you are listening to this, um, you can find the show notes and you will see links to our YouTube channel as well as our Facebook group. So if you are a Facebooker, then you can go to the Fantastic Cruising Community, which we invite you to join us on there. Uh, and you can you can see links whenever we put up new videos, new podcasts come out. We always link it there. Occasionally we do polls and posts and things like that. We have um, a fun community of people who are knowledgeable and friendly. And so they also add a lot of posts. So it's a it's a good community to be a part of. And uh, you can find links to all this stuff over there yes and if you are watching us on fantastic studios and you want to know where you can just listen to us on podcast like you don't want to see our faces which is ridiculous but if that's what you want then we're on all major podcasting apps and whatever as fantastic cruising yep go to apple podcasts go to uh they whatever google what does Google use? I don't even know. Um, Google has Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Stitcher. Go, Stitcher. Yeah, any any of them. If Look, if you use a podcast service and we're not on it, then shoot us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com, and let us know, and we will try and we'll try and sort that out and get, get make sure we're on there. But I, we're on most of them. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, let us know what you think. You can send us an email. You can go to the Fantastic Cruising community and post something. You can put comments below this video if you're watching this on YouTube. But uh, we really do want to know what you think. Do you guys like the video format? Would you prefer the video format? Are you going to stick with the audio format? Um, Let us know. Are you going to do both? I don't know why you would do both. Your mom would do both. My mom will do both. Yes, she probably. Your mom. My mom probably would too. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, let us know. And also, if you do use, like, say, Apple Podcasts, please give us a review that you put the stars down, type a little sentence or two in there, because that's super helpful to the podcast, as well as on YouTube. 
making sure you click that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and hit the little bell so you're notified whenever new videos come out on Fantastic Studios. I feel like you've said that before. Once or twice. Although it's, times. it's usually you that it says is, that because we, like we have like a set a recorded thing and stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so why why now? Why are we doing this now? We kind of covered this a little bit, but basically, you know, there's a lot of there's been a lot of talk about cruising. Obviously, it's not happening for the most part, and there's all sorts of speculation. If you do listen to the podcast, you know that we are staying well out of that game. There's plenty of places you can go to find people speculating on when cruising will start and what's going to happen and what are the rules going to be. And that's great. There's resources there for that. We are not that channel. Uh, We don't want to speculate. We don't want to add information that we don't know for sure um, because there's already so much guesswork out there. So we're the channel to come to to kind of forget about all that and just look at the positives of cruising. And we're excited because we feel like cruising is on the verge of coming back. We don't know when. It's close, though. Yeah. It's it's, much closer than we were last year at this time. Yes. Yes. And so we're excited about it. And we want to share that excitement with you guys. So that is why we're doing it now. And like we said before, we kind of went into the reasons of trying to get new people. So if you know somebody that's interested in cruising or that is interested in trying cruising, because we really want to reach those people, too, people that haven't cruised yet, uh, and we feel like YouTube is the way to do that, then let them know. Let them know. Say, hey, check out Fantastic Studios. Check out the Fantastic Cruising Podcast on Fantastic Studios or on your favorite podcast. Go over and sign up for the Fantastic Cruising community over on Facebook and uh, and learn all about cruising and and what's so awesome about it. Basically, immerse yourself in the fantastic. Yes, exactly. That was good, wasn't that, it? That was good. I just came up with it. Maybe you should put that on a shirt. Oh, immerse yourself in the fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We do have merch, by the way. You can find that in the show notes as well. Like your shirt? Like my shirt. Look at that. There's there's a good reason to watch the podcast. You, I don't always wear fantastic cruising merchandise, but tonight I am. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, our podcasts do typically come out on Sunday mornings. That is the usual time. This is episode 83 by the way, so if you are new to it, you've got a lot to catch up on. Uh, unfortunately, they aren't all available on YouTube, but they are all available. So if you're missing out, don't miss out. You can go listen. We've got all kinds of fun podcasts that we've done, and you can get some fun merch. We've got some cool merch, and maybe we'll start putting some new merch out. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, so it may be time. We'll see. All right. So we have a few main topics today. Normally we do. Normally this is what we do. And and I know that some people that listen to the podcast are like, we know what you do. We've been listening to you for like over a year. But for those of you that are new, because we're hoping we get new people, um, the way it works is we usually do a little bit of, a, of this kind of stuff, just a blah, blah, blah. This is what's going on. We'll read emails. Send us your emails, your questions, your stories, your whatevers, and we'll get to those. Then we go into our main topic, and we also always cover a cruise creature because that is kind of the focus of this channel is the, the wildlife element of cruising. Not that like party wildlife. That's that's not really this channel so much. Not it that we don't. Depends on what the creature is. Th- right, 
but normally the, the <laughs> animals, the wildlife, the ecology, uh, that's where that's where our hearts are. If you like scuba diving and snorkeling and just any creatures. So we cover a cruise creature every week as well. So in this episode, we kind of have a couple main topics. We're going to tell you why you should cruise. So if, if you're somebody who hasn't cruised, we're going to try and help you make that decision. We're going to tell you um, how to book a cruise. And we're going to tell you um, how we can help you book a cruise. So there's, it's going to be a little bit of a commercial this episode. We don't normally do that. But we are travel agent advisor people. And uh, we want to let people know that. So that is part of the goal of this episode. So, you know, you can hit the thumbs down now if you want. But we don't. But don't. But don't. Or hit it twice. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but we normally don't really go on about that. But we are going to talk about that today, just so you know. And then we will get into the cruise creature for the week. Which okay. is Which is not going to be a buffalo. Why would it be a buffalo? Exactly. It's not a buffalo. That's what I said. It would. It is not a buffalo. I mean, we did a pig a few episodes ago. <laughs> that's so. true. And we did a mongoose last week. That's true. It's weird. But if you listen, you'll find out why. So <laughs> check out those old episodes. Now, one of the stresses on us is that normally we can just hit pause and take a break. We could still technically do that, but we're going to try not to. Since we're doing this podcast in this video way to eliminate or alleviate the amount of um, editing that we have to do and just to make it more natural, more conversational. We're going to try and um, limit the amount of times that we have to do things like that, which means you might occasionally see the dog freaking out or something like that. Right now he's Who is, sleeping. He's being good at oh, the moment. He's actually like totally sleeping. Yeah, yeah. He's all so, sprawled out in his spot. There you go. All right. So let's get into our first topic, Kimbra. Why cruising? You know, there's all kinds of vacations available out there. Why would somebody want to go on a cruise? I mean, my favorite reason for cruising is because it's on the water. Yes, mine too. I mean, that's definitely high, high up on there for me. It is not, and you can go to an island, right? And be on the water technically. Right, right. But you're not really on the water. Like you're physically on the water. I mean, you're on a ship on the water, but... Yeah, but that's like it's different. Like on the water. Like you're in the middle of the night, you can walk out on the deck and it's just the ocean, which is usually very dark and a little bit creepy but super cool. I don't think it's creepy, but it is really cool. <laughs> All right, why else would people want to cruise? Why else? Well, there's no other reason. That's it, just cuz you can be on the ocean, you might no. as well just join the navy. Just forget it. Don't cruise. Just join the Navy. <laughs> become a fisherman. Whatever. No. The The other thing I like about cruising is it's all inclusive. You pay for it and then you do it. It's very simple. Yes. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I was concerned about when I started cruising or before I started cruising is that they were going to there were going to be hidden charges and nickel and diming. And uh, there is a little bit of that that goes on in some cruise lines, but none of it is... Um, that rampant and none of it is that necessary and what little of it does exist if you know about it you can either be okay with it or you can avoid it so right you can you can completely have an awesome cruise vacation without any of that extra stuff right and and i don't ever feel like i'm being secretly ripped off when i'm cruising like if you go on a land vacation you I probably don't feel like that either, but I'm, you know, it's like, well, 
We're going to go out to breakfast. We're going to go out to lunch. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go to this museum or this park or this whatever. And every place you're like a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, a little bit of money here. Oh, there's a souvenir shop. There's another souvenir shop. There's another. And so before you know it, you've like racked up this huge bill and you won't do that cruising. You can do that cruising, but you won't normally do that cruising because your food is covered. Your room and board is covered. Most of your entertainment is covered. You can prepay for pretty much everything if you want to. Yeah. So it's, and then it's there's all, no mystery. It's all paid up front. And that takes, for me, and I know a lot of other people I've talked to are the same as me in this regard, it takes a lot of stress out of vacation. Yeah. So that's another reason that I love to cruise is that I don't have to worry about that. You know, we went to the Keys over the like kind of early fall, I guess you'd say. It was back in August. Yeah. So late summer, early fall. And uh, and it was fun. I mean, we had a blast. But, you know, every day we're just, you know, you got to kind of take, do the accounting work and, and see what's going on and, you know, where where can we go? Where can't we go? And, you know, we didn't spend a ton of money, but we spent more money in five, what were we there, five nights? Um, Sunday through Saturday. What is That's that? Six nights? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, seven nights? No, we left Saturday. Six nights? Six nights. And um, so normally you'd have like a like a seven, five night cruise, seven night cruise, eight night cruise. Uh, we spent more money easily going to the Keys than we would have on a cruise. Even with yeah, excursions Yeah, but half stuff. of that was the diving. Yeah, but we would have done excursions on the cruise. Yeah, but we wouldn't have spent that much money on excursions. No, no, but I'm just right. saying like like food and room and board yeah. and stuff. Like it's, it's way more economical to cruise. Yeah. In general, I don't know many or maybe any other vacation types that can be as affordable value versus money than cruising. I mean, you go camping. But that's not the same experience. You know, like the Keys is sort of has some things in common with cruising, but it's more expensive. Right. You know, we're going to go to St. Augustine this summer and it'll be a lot of fun, but we'll probably spend more money spending a few nights in St. Augustine than we would on like a five night cruise. Easily. So there you go. Now you can rack up money drinking and gambling. So keep that in mind but if you do that on a ship you're probably going to do that on land right anyway depending on where you're vacationing i guess so there's another reason the money is a good reason to cruise and uh why else you we've hit my top three that's it that's all you got i mean no you, you get to go to different places yeah so if you go to let's say hawaii you're in Hawaii. You're probably not going to travel around a lot. If you go to Colorado, you're in Colorado, whatever. You know, if you go on a cruise, you're going to multiple port stops. Now, this can be an advantage and a disadvantage. For me, it's more of an advantage. It's every day you wake up in a different place. And that is really cool. Um, you're there for a little while, which sometimes is not cool because you want to stay longer. But then you get back on the ship, which is a lot of fun. And then you get to another spot. So transportation is provided. That's right. And I don't ever have to drive, which I hate to drive. Yeah, I know. So do you. I also hate to so drive. So this is one, this is another advantage for us. There are some excursions where you can drive. I will never do those because I don't want to No, there's drive. no reason. No, but some people enjoy it. So, you know, more power to them, but not for us. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing is that cruising forces me to relax because when we go to the Keys, 
we didn't do any relaxing. No, not really. We were like, go, go, go. We yeah. were diving. And when we weren't diving, we were snorkeling. And when we weren't snorkeling, we were going to museums. And when we weren't going to museums, we were exploring, which is great. That's who we are. But it's good to relax. And if you give me an option of relaxing or adventuring, I'm never going to pick relaxing. And you say, well, then why would you want to cruise? Because I need to relax. Yes. But I he won't, needs to relax. I, I won't let myself, but on a cruise I'm forced to, and that ends up being an asset that I like about cruising. It's just laid back. Maybe we need to put you on more cruises. What are you trying to say? Like when you're trying to build something and it doesn't okay, work. Okay, look, all right, I'm speaking to the gentlemen out there. I'm, there's probably some ladies who can, who can totally uh, relate to this as well, but... I'm a man, so I'll speak to the Ben because that's who I can speak for. You know, when you're trying to do something like build stuff and it's not, maybe it's not your main skill, it gets frustrating. Words are said. Things are hit, kicked. Not her. I would never do that. But, you know, like. Poor Reno. Yeah, Reno gets the worst (laughs) of it. No. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I need to relax, apparently. So cruising (laughs) provides a way for you to relax. And if you want, it provides a way for you to go on adventures and go to these different places, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So there are other reasons to cruise. You know, there's lots of food. It's very good food. In most cases, it's great food. Um, There's lots of fun activities to do. There are so many reasons to cruise. And if you stay with this podcast or listen to some of our other other episodes, you will hear a lot more reasons why you would want to cruise. But that's all I got for this episode. That's the end of the episode? No, that's just the end of main topic one. Okay. Why cruising? That's good because we still have a lot of time and a lot of things to talk about. We do. Oh, there was one more thing I forgot to mention. You get to cruise with me? Well, that but not everybody can do that. So they um, could. They could. Yeah, we, we'll probably do a group cruise down the road. Hopefully. We've had some demand for that, so we will We will probably, once we know cruising is well-established and safe again, we will We will start looking at that. But, uh, no, the other thing is um, you can go on vacation anywhere you want for the most part. You can also cruise a lot of different places. Obviously, you require a body of water. It doesn't have to be an ocean. There are river cruises. Yeah. But you can cruise to Alaska. You can cruise in the Caribbean. You can cruise in Europe. You can cruise in the Mediterranean. You can cruise in Asia. You can cruise in Australia. You, there's so many opportunities for cruising. And, it's, and it feels, if you're used to cruising, like say here in Florida in the Caribbean, then going over to Asia to cruise may feel a lot more safe and secure than if you just went on your own and you were trying to have that language barrier and hotels and taxis and all that stuff. Like it takes some of that out too. So it gives you an opportunity to go to other places and to do it in a less stress, more familiar way. So there you go. Cool. That's all I got. Okay. Then what's next? The next thing we want to talk about is how you should book a cruise. Now, There are different ways to book a cruise, and we're not going to tell you that there's a right way and a wrong way, because there's not. You can book it yourself. Nothing wrong with that. 
we've done that on the majority of our cruises. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fine. And a lot of people will do that, and that works very well for them. However, put my sales hat on here, which I, I'm not a salesperson, but I'm going to try and be a salesperson. I want you to consider booking with a travel agent or sometimes they're called travel advisors. We don't know what we want to call ourselves. You know, is it a sea star or a starfish? I don't care what you call it. Maybe we should be a As long as you know what it star. is. As long as you understand what it is. There you go. Travel star. I like that. And they, and most of them have at least five arms. So five, five arms tra- travel star. It's like I a don't rating. Ha- I don't have five arms. The- oh, stars have five arms. Yeah. Uh, what? Anyway, uh, we wanted to go over some reasons why you would want to consider booking with a travel agent. Okay, so um, so so hear us out and uh, and let us know. Do you in the comments below? If you're on YouTube, send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Let us know. Do you use a travel agent slash advisor? Do you not want to? What are some reasons where they've been an advantage for you? Are there reasons that you think people shouldn't? We want to know, but here are the reasons why we think you should consider booking with a travel advisor. What is the first thing? They're free. It doesn't cost you anything. It costs you nothing extra to book with a travel agent. So give it a shot, you know, give it a try. Um, It doesn't cost you a dime. You're not going to lose anything, but you might have stuff to gain. That's, That's really what it's going to boil down to. But we can be more specific than that because if you... Get a, tr- a, a, a travel advisor, travel agent. I, don't, I can't defi- decide. Which, what are we going to call it? Travel agent, travel advisor. Let's, let's be advisors. Okay. If you get a travel <laughs> advisor, it is basically like having a free professional personal assistant for free. Yeah. Because those travel advisors are going to take care of everything for you. You're not going to have to worry about it. You're going to you're going to call them up or email them or there's different ways you can communicate and you're going to say, look, this is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. This is when I want to do it. This is how much money I have to spend. This is what I like to do. Uh, and the travel advisor is going to go, okay, and they are going to give you some options and do everything for you. So it's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, what are some other reasons? Well, the, the travel advisor is the expert. Yeah. So they know Everything, if they don't know, they can figure it out and let you know. I mean, they have the resources. You know, they're, they're your expert. So if there's something you don't know or you're questioning about possibly booking something, go to your travel advisor. And if they don't have the answer, which usually they will, they know where to find it. Right. And I always say that because I am an educator. People that know me know I, I'm a science educator, usually marine science And I always tell people, you don't, it's not about knowing everything. I can't remember all the animal facts and stuff that I've learned. I wish I could, but I can't. And things change. What's important is knowing where and how to find the information. And your travel advisor is probably going to know the answer, like Kimber said, but if they don't, they are going to know how to find that information. And maybe you can find it on your own, but they're going to know how to find it a lot easier. Like, let's say you find um, a snake in your yard, okay, and you don't know what kind it is. You could 
let's say you don't know anything really about snakes, you could go to Google and you could try and figure out what species of snake is in your yard. But if you contact me, I'm going to be able to find the answer for you really fast. And there's a good chance that if you describe to me where you live and what the snake looks like, I'll be able to tell you just like that. So that's what a travel advisor is for travel information. Basically. Right? So they can, yeah, they can answer questions. Let's say you, you've never cruised before and you don't know what, you don't know what kind of stateroom you want. We wrote down cabin in our notes, but I guess they're not called cabins anymore. They're called staterooms. At least for carnival, they're so staterooms. I'm, I'm not a fan of euphemisms, people, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Call it what you want. I don't care. Um, but you call or you contact, you talk to your travel advisor, and they can choose, help you choose the right stateroom for you. Because there's not a right or wrong answer to this question. What's the best stateroom? I don't know. Who are you? What do you like? What do you need? What do you expect? How much do you want to spend? How much can you spend? I can't answer that question unless I know all those answers. And even then, you know, you need to make that decision for yourself. But travel advisor, we can guide you into that decision with knowledge and experience. You know, what, what cruise line should I cruise? Should I go Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian? Should I go... Uh, MSC, should I go Crystal? Should I go Celebrity? Should I go... Princess. Hol- Princess. Holland <laughs> America. Well, that's a lot. I, you, you forgot to name some. Keep uh, going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Costa. Ada. I don't... Okay. <laughs> there's so many cruise lines and there's so many reasons to book on different cruise lines. And you could do all that research on your own. And some people really enjoy that. But if you don't want to do that research, or maybe you do that research, but you're just not 100% confident that the information you got is the most accurate and maybe there's questions you still have, this is where a travel advisor can help you. We can tell you about all these cruise lines. We can tell you why you would want to book with Royal Caribbean over Carnival or Carnival over Royal Caribbean, Norwegian over MSC or Princess over celebrity or princess over carnival. We can tell you all that. And it's not going to be the same answer for everybody. But travel advisors, they have that experience and knowledge. Uh, where, What port stops do you want to go to? You know, when you, you're, you've you never booked a cruise. Maybe you've only gone on one or two cruises. You're like, where do I want to go? Well, look, if you talk to us or a travel advisor, any travel advisor, and say, this is what I like. I want to go to the beach and relax. I want to go to the rainforest and see a sloth. I want to go scuba diving. I want to go someplace where I can have as much alcohol as I can consume in two hours and not pay very much money for it. We can tell you which ports are going to provide that experience for you. And, uh, and we're, we can help you choose an itinerary that is perfect for you. Uh, what about maybe you're cruising in October or August or September. I know I didn't do those in order. I apologize for the OCD people out there. Who are like, <laughs> why? Those are those are part of the. Those are the biggest parts of the hurricane season. I mean, technically, it's the Jason months, but uh, really, October, September, October, August, September, October mm-hmm. are the biggest ones. So maybe you want to book a cruise then because cruise rates are cheaper. Maybe you want to book it because that's when you can get time off. Maybe you want to book it because your birthday or anniversary is that month. But you're concerned because it's hurricane season. What happens if there's a hurricane? Your travel advisor can help you understand what your options are, what's going to happen, 
Is it okay to book? For most people, it's fine. You get travel insurance, you're good. But for some people, maybe that's not a good option. You need to think about a different time to cruise. These are the kind of hypothetical situations where a travel advisor can really give you information that you're not going to be able to easily Google. And if you go into a forum, you're going to get like 50 people fighting about the same answer and probably answering questions that you didn't even ask. That's my experience with forums. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like the biggest thing that irks me. Yeah. If I ask a simple question and then people are like, why are you even wanting to do that? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, that was not my question. Right, right. Yeah, you go to a scuba forum and you're like, where can I go diving on the west coast of Florida and central Florida? And you get people who are like, there is no diving on the west coast of Florida and central Florida. Why are you even thinking about diving over there? Or, you should go to the east coast here. You should go to the springs here. And I'm like, if I, if I wanted that answer, I would have asked that question. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> Thank you very much. So your travel <laughs> advisor is not going to do that to you. Uh, they're going to give you the right answers. Now, you can sometimes, you know, that's a good, another good reason to join places like the Fantastic Cruising Community. There are a lot of great cruising communities on Facebook where um, the people there are not going to be like that. And maybe, you know, if that kind of thing happens in our group, we will put an end to it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get good information from forums like that. But your travel advisor is going to be talking to you one-on-one. -on -one. You're going to have that experience right there for you. Yes. Anything else you want to say about that? You said all those things. I'm a talker. Yeah. Nobody's ever accused me of not being a talker. At least not since I was younger. You can definitely talk. I was quiet and shy at one point. So was my mom. She was kind of the same as me in that respect. Like she used to be real quiet and now you can't shut the woman up. I was quiet and shy. I'm still kind of quiet and shy. Yeah, but we're breaking you out of your shell a little bit. Here and there. You know? Yeah. All right. What's another reason why you should book with a travel advisor? Your travel advisor is going to be up to date on all the new info. Yeah. 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 So, like, for example, I get at least 15 at least like that's minimum 15 emails a day on things that are going on with the different cruise lines. Yeah. Uh, I mean, up, up to date and by up to date, we mean up to the day, because if you just search for something, you might find a, a story or a forum from five years ago. Well, that's not going to help you. You got to sift through all that. Cru cruise advisors, travel advisors, they are going to know because it's it's their business to know and because you know we care about it we are we are also cruisers like i don't know any travel advisors that are specific cruise travel advisors who are travel advisors because that's just what their job is they're all passionate cruisers yeah who are like hey maybe we can make a little extra money helping people out in this thing that we know a lot about and really enjoy and share that. And that is what you find with travel advisors that do cruising specifically, maybe other travel advisors. I don't have experience with them. Yeah. Maybe they're all like that, but uh, definitely that is the case there. So we are informed. We are up to date. We know what's going on. And if we don't, we won't, we know who to ask and how to find out. So that's good. That's yep. good. What else we got? Um, your travel advisor will can help you save money and if they can't help you save money they know how to get the deals and the perks and 
the stuff. Right. So, yeah, like I said, all those emails that I get and everything else that I'm part of are all of those deals. Like, I I know them when they happen. I get special ones that aren't just out there to see. Um, you know, special if you book with your travel agent. Like, this deal is a possibility. And the other thing is, we are travel agents with a company called Cruise Brothers. Um, and they, they book, like, group rates way early in advance. And we have access to those. So those group cabins are a lower cost than regular cabins. Yeah, so it's, it's not like you can't get good deals on your own. You absolutely can. And, but what's going to happen is you're, you're never going to get a better deal by not going through a travel advisor. Right. You're going to get as good or better of a deal going through a travel advisor because the travel advisors have access to these deals and they work closely with the cruise lines and they can book all these rooms early. They can say, look, yeah, I know you're looking at this. If you go this week and you go here, it's a better cruise and you're going to save $200 per person or whatever. Or, hey, if you book this way, I can get you a $50 onboard credit. Or, uh, you know, they can they can say, well, I, I can get you a better room or I can get you enough. So there's there's things that travel advisors can do that can get you good deals. And even if you get the same exact deal you get by booking on your own, it doesn't cost you anything to use a travel advisor. So why not use a travel advisor? Makes sense. And if you book through like us, which we should tell people, we're going to talk more about us at the at the end. That's our third topic. Uh, what we call our travel company, I guess you could say, Fantastic <laughs> Travels. No F. Fantastic Travel. That's why she's here. Fantastic <laughs> Travel. And, uh, and, and if you book through us, you know, and this is true not just of us, but of a lot of travel advisors, you might even get a little extra something something in your cabin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a thing that travel advisors do to show their appreciation for booking with them. You might get some chocolate-covered strawberries or a little carnival swag or whatever cruise line, Royal Caribbean swag, whatever it is. Not so, guaranteed, no, but a possibility no, for but sure. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Maybe maybe you'll even get some fantastic cruising swag from oh. us if you book through us. I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. So the Possibilities are endless. That's right. That's right. Somewhat. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can't guarantee anything because we don't know, you know, in the future. But uh, but yeah, that's a thing that happens and it's fairly common. What else we got? Um, we have, so... If you book with a travel agent, advisor, what did we decide? Advisor? Advisor. We said advisor. Booking with a travel advisor ensures that you book with trustworthy companies. Right. So, uh, look, the cruise lines are, they're trustworthy. In fact, I, I will say they have, to every cruise line that I'm aware of, they have handled the pandemic stuff very well with their customers. A lot of people. Absolutely. I mean, it's been, nobody wants their cruise canceled. But, I mean, some people have made out like bandits with cruise credit. So, uh, hey, you know, and the cruise lines are, are doing that for them. So, uh, but we're talking about things like excursions because we don't know if you're going to be able to book excursions outside the cruise line at first. But eventually you'll be able to do that mm-hmm. again. 
And that could be a little scary because how do I know if this company in Honduras is legit? Like, how, how do I know that? So if you book through, say, Fantastic Travel, we have a list of vendors that we work with that Cruise Brothers works with, so we work with, that we know are vetted, reliable, you know, you don't have to worry about not getting to the ship on time, all that stuff, you're covered. You don't have to worry about that. So if you book an excursion outside of the cruise line, a lot of times you can get lower rates, a lot of times you can get lower number of people on the excursion, a lot of times you can get to do things that maybe aren't available through the cruise line, Nine times out of 10, an excursion booked outside of the cruise line is going to be as good and probably better than the one you book through the cruise line or at least less expensive. So especially there are some cases where that's not really that big of a deal. There are other cases where that is absolutely 100% true, like Grand Cayman Stingray City is a big example of that. If you book Stingray City through the cruise line or you book through certain other groups that are in the Caymans, you're going to have a completely different experience and it's going to be a lot different price. Well, how are you going to find out? out? How do you know it's a legit company? Go through a travel advisor. That's how you do it. Yeah. I also want to say not specifically cruising, but in general, any, any vacation that you book, we are specifically focusing on cruising as we get started. But the more we get into it, we'll have, we'll be able to do those other vacations as well. And we have access to those, those trustworthy companies for any of that travel that you would do. Yeah. We're pushing cruising because that is what we know. That is what we love. But yeah, we do have the ability to do other types of vacations. Um, We're just a little more gun shy on those, but uh, you know, if you want to give us a shot, we have the resources. We can still make sure that you have a great experience because Mm -hmm. we have people that can help us to help you. Absolutely. So there you go. All right. Um, what else we got here? Oh, going along with excursions. If you go to say the cruise website and you look at excursions or you go to one of the, you know, there's a lot of cruising websites, not the cruise line websites. You can find a lot of reviews about excursions. And if you're like me, You've gone to look at reviews, whether it's a product, an excursion, and you start reading the list and you get like one that's like, this is the best experience ever and blah, blah, blah. Then you get one that's like, this was terrible. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And by the time you're done, you don't know what to think. Like you have no idea what to think. How I don't know who these people are. Are they just some negative person? Are they just some positive person that isn't really giving me the overall experience? Maybe this group had a great day. This group had a terrible day. Well, what's normally the case? Travel advisors are going to have more insight on that because a lot of times we are able to do those or talk to people directly who have done those. So we're going to be able to give you better information about what excursions are best, what excursions are for you, uh, cruise, what cruise lines are for you. And look, we're just going to give you, we're just going to shoot from the hip. We're just going to tell you the truth because we have no dog in that race. Okay. We, um, we are going to tell you the honest truth because what, what's going to benefit us the best is you having a positive experience. We're not going to benefit because we pump up this excursion company or this cruise line. No, you coming back to us 
because you had an amazing, fantastic cruise and booking with us again, that is what is in our best interest. And that's what we want. So we're going to be honest with you. If we don't think you would like to go to Maya Key in Honduras, we're going to tell you why we don't think you'd like it and, uh, and you know, what we think you should do instead. For most of you, we're going to say the exact opposite. Maya Key's amazing. But, but you know, for some people, it's it would be terrible. So there you go. So that's another good reason to book through a, a travel advisor. Cool. I'm going to take one second and make sure that we're still recording because I just have this weird feeling. Okay, I can see our reflection in I, the TV. I can too. Just checking some some little uh, technical aspects. We're still good? We're good. I just <laughs> I just had this really weird feeling that it stopped. <laughs> that would have that would have stunk. Well, we'd still have the audio, but then we'd have we wouldn't have any video. Yeah. But we're good. So, let's keep going. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. We're keeping it real, people. <laughs> All right. What's next on the list? Why should you book through a travel advisor? Um, You have that human element. So a lot of people, so yes, we do, we do the cruising stuff, obviously, but we have regular jobs. I actually, I work, we work at the Florida Aquarium, which most of you already know, but if you don't, that's where we work. I do reservations. So I talk to people all the time booking their things. How funny booking things. That's what I do. Yeah. So she does book things professionally. <laughs> I do. Uh, already outside of the travel business. So, yes. um, so even though we are newer to the travel advisor, um, she is not new to booking reservations. Yes. But, <laughs> but that's one of the big things is, you know, my job is to book things for people. I answer the phone, I take emails and I book their things. One of the things that people like, we have, we have the availability on the website at the aquarium to do all of that and never have to speak to a person but people want that human element and your travel advisor is that human element yeah yeah i like the movie the fifth element but that'd be like a sixth element well we're kind of made up of some of those elements i thought we were five five stars oh yeah well that's different that's that's different anyway all right so so yeah so (laughs) So the human piece of it is important. And I think that most people appreciate that. So, you know, we can contact and have conversations with you through email. We can do it through uh, possibly text or chat or something like that. But we can also do it over the phone or Zoom. Zoom. We can do Zoom and have a face-to-face meeting. Because I think that's, to me, you know, seeing somebody's face is the best way to have a good conversation. We can do that. But... That's something that you can get through a travel advisor that you're not going to get booking on your own. And I can tell you that uh, we make a lot of friends by doing the podcast and stuff. Just being in the cruising community mm-hmm. over the years made a lot of friends. People come to Florida. They're like, Kimbra, Matt, we're coming to Florida. Can we can we have dinner? Can we hang out? Was, is it too much of an imposition? And we're like, please, we love this. This is another reason like that we do this is so we can meet people. We're not saying we're going to become your best friend if you book through us, but, no. but we are going to be friendly to you. And you know, some people we do develop friendships with, and I can tell you from other people I know who book through travel advisors. And I know a lot of people who book through travel advisors, they are loyal to their travel advisors Absolutely. because not only do their travel advisors care about them, they end up caring about their travel advisors. How many business relationships is that a situation that happens these days? That's not that 
common. But in the world of travel advisors, it seems to be fairly common. I think it's because it is a very personalized experience. We're going to work with you and do our best to make sure you have the best cruise for you, not for us, not for somebody else, not for the majority of people, not for people in your age demographic, not for people, whatever, for you. So that is something that that you can only get from that personal experience, that personal contact. Well, and the more we get to know you, the more we know what you like in your vacations and your cruising. So we can help really tailor that experience to what you're going to enjoy. Right. So you go on a cruise and you go, I really liked Cozumel. Um, I didn't really care for Costa Maya or Belize. Honduras was great. That's going to help us to determine where we suggest that you go next. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. What else we got there? Um, well, the other thing is travel advisors are available all the time. Like 24-7 Aside if if you call us time. at three in the morning, we may not answer the phone. No, but the first <laughs> thing I do every morning is look at my phone. Yeah. So if I see that I have a text or an email or a message or something communication from you, I'm going to be like, oh, what do they need? How can I help them? Let's get this done. Right. Right. So you're going to get that. You're going to get that ex- kind of accessibility with a with a travel advisor yeah because that, i mean there's a lot of businesses like you call carnival customer service at 10 p.m and their hours of course ended at seven so then you have to wait until the next morning well i'm not usually asleep at 10 p.m so i could probably help you they don't stay up they don't stay open later than that i, thought they I don't actually know i just picked a time to make <laughs> me look better they might they might so so if they do don't be like hey carnival stays open but the point is yeah i mean as travel advisors we're going to try and be available to you at least through email or something yeah and and get back to you in a timely fashion and a good travel advisor is going to do that obviously we do have day jobs that sometimes we can't or you know we do have to sleep and stuff but uh but we are always with our phones and looking for that and we are going to um try and and give you that attention as quickly as we possibly can yes all right and uh and what else um working with a travel agent will help reduce your stress on booking a cruise or vacation because you don't have to do any of the work you call up your travel advisor and say i want to book a cruise maybe here-ish this is how much i have to spend the travel advisor looks up all the options says this is what you got pick something and then they do all the booking part too yeah yeah i mean some people are not super tech savvy some people are not comfortable with you know, navigating websites and, you know, maybe, maybe you've tried to do something online before and you're like, did that work? Did I just succeed at that? I mean, I've had that experience and I consider myself moderately techy. Uh, well, you don't have to worry about any of that because if, tra- if you go through a travel advisor, they got your back. They're going to cover you on that. You don't have to worry about it. They, they're going to say, no, this is done. You're taken care of. Sometimes just hearing that is enough, you know, you're good. You're fine. This is when your payments do. You're you're all set. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the other part of that is like you have to book this piece and you have to book this piece and you have to book this piece. Going through your travel advisor means they book all of that and hand it to you in a nice little wrapped up with the bow package. You're talking about like excursions and stuff like that? or Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can book that stuff on your own separately, but you don't yeah. have to. Right. Right. So they're, they're going to do they're going to do all that work for you and put it all together and organize it and and make it simple. Mm hmm. That's the key. They're going to make it simple and that will, for some people, that's going to take a lot of stress out of it. Now, if you are one of these people and I'm one of these people who's like, well, I kind of like the experience of going online and looking for cruises and doing a little bit of research. Hey, that's great. I totally get it. Um, I would still say you can do all that and still use a travel advisor and, Absolutely. Be- and reap the benefits of a travel advisor while still doing that. Like, Travel advisors can be more hands-off, more hands-on. You can find what you want, let them know, and they go, boom, done. They might go, hey, uh, if you like this, maybe you should consider that. And you may not have known about that. Or go on there, find what you want, call up your travel advisor, say, I found this cruise that goes here at this date on this ship. This is what I want to do. Your travel advisor goes into their secret system and says, I can book that. And get you this. Right. Right. So there's another good reason. We got, what, just a couple more here. One is they are an advocate for you. Your travel advisor, we are going to advocate for you. We have leverage. We have power because we work for a company that works with, or well, we, we work with a company that works with the cruise lines. And so therefore... If something's not going right, we have a better chance of getting that fixed. Right. Something happens. You do miss the ship or something like that. Um, your travel advisor is going to be able to have the resources to get you where you need to go. Yep. They're going to be able to help you. It's just more peace of mind. Also, tra- a good any good travel advisor is going to strongly recommend and uh, that you get insurance. And they're going to be able to help you get insurance and that is going to help you with all those scenarios as well. So that that's a good thing. And then and then finally, let's see, we have save time. Travel yeah. advisor is going to save you time. Which which kind of goes back to they do everything for you. Right, right. You, so, you basically just say this is what I want and they do everything. So you don't have to waste your time doing it. You can go for a run. <laughs> and like you pointed out <laughs> earlier when we were going over this list, it's not even just the time of doing the research and, and the legwork. It's also the time of maybe like waiting on the phone on hold. Absolutely. And stuff like that. Like your travel advisor is going to do that for you. So you don't have to worry about yeah. that. So there you go. And then the most important reason to give it a chance is the first reason. And we're going to repeat it here because it's so important. And that is because it costs you zero zilch, nil, nothing, Nada, no money, none ever. Not with most travel advisors. There might be some that charge. We don't. So uh, we are paid through commissions to the cruise line. It doesn't cost you a single penny. Yeah. Not even a penny. I wouldn't, I'm not going to say dime because it's not even a penny. Not even a penny. (laughs) Now, okay, maybe we've talked you into trying to book through a travel advisor. We want you to book through us. We do. If you're going on a cruise, maybe you've cruised before, maybe you haven't, 
book through us. Why book through Fantastic Travel? We're going to tell you the reasons why you should book through Fantastic Travel, which are what? We love cruising. That is what we are passionate about. I mean, we do a podcast about it because that's what we love. And I started doing podcasts and videos not to make money, not to uh, become a travel advisor. I didn't even think about that in the beginning. I just did it because I love it. I love watching other people's cruises. I love being immersed in the cruising world. And I wanted to, I'm a teacher at heart. I wanted to share that experience and my experience and tips and just everything with people. And Kimbra uh, is the same way. So we started doing the podcast and everything because this is our passion. Like this is our hobby. It's like a huge part of our life. It's more than just a vacation we do, you know, if we're lucky two times a year, not recently. <laughs> uh, it's it's part of who we are. It's part of our DNA. And so we can give you more because of that passion. So that's one reason. And we are experienced cruisers. Yes. I don't even I, know. I'm I lost. sorry. I'm going to go back for a second. Okay. One of the <laughs> reasons <laughs> that we decided to do the travel agent thing, um, it was earlier, what was it, early 2020 when we did the interview with Brian about all-inclusives. He, he's also a travel agent, but he was talking about some of the stuff that he does, and he was like, you guys should do it. And I was thinking, you know what? You're right. Because I obviously book things at work anyways, but one of my favorite things to do with cruising sort of, is I go online to all the different cruise lines and I like booking cruises. Like, <laughs> not, not... Even if just, you're not going on them. Well, no, really. Like, I like going through and clicking, like, I want to do this cruise and I pick this cabin and I like this. Like, I actually like doing that. Yeah. Yeah. She's the more tech savvy of us. <laughs> I'm good with graphics. She's good with uh, the rest of the... Of the good at navigating websites and, and, and finding all that stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, so we can be that experienced travel advisor for you. Uh, we have the experience cruising. Yes. Um, together, we've probably been on, I don't know, over 20 cruises at least. Well, you've been on over 20 on your own. Yeah, so maybe over 30. I've got five. So almost 30 cruises between the two of us, I think. So, but, and, and because we are, so involved in the cruising world, um, we have probably more experience than we would just cruising. In yes. fact, where we work is normally a cruise terminal. Yes. So in normal times, we we would see cruise ships two, three times a week. And so we, not that we, you know, get to get on those ships all no, the time. No, but we get to stare at them. Yes. And I miss it oh so much. And, and we're familiar with the process and, and we're familiar with the ships and we're we're just, you know... So we're, we're very experienced with cruising and we're going to keep cruising and gaining more experience mm -hmm. and gaining more experience with different cruise lines. So there's another good reason to book through us. Also, if you're going on a Caribbean cruise, and I can tell you, I'll be, let's be honest, that is where our expertise lies. Yes. We can book a cruise for you somewhere else, but we are Caribbean cruisers first and foremost. And that's where our knowledge is. But also Florida. 
I've sailed out of every single cruise port in Florida. I can tell you about every single cruise port in Florida. Um, we can tell you where to park. We can tell you where to eat. We can tell you where to go see alligators. We can tell you what other stuff there is to do around each one of these ports. Uh, we can tell you about what airports to fly into. We can tell you how to get to different places. We can tell you which tolls to take and which tolls to avoid. I have been in Florida now for 20, over 20 years. And so I'm pretty familiar with most of the state. And so we can help you not only with booking a cruise, but answering questions about Florida. A lot of people come to Florida, do a part vacation in Florida, then they cruise, or maybe they just have a day or something ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So we can help you with that as well. Um, what else? Uh, we keep informed and up to date about cruising. So like, like you said, we are in the cruising world. We're in the different cruising communities. We have access and knowledge to all cruising things. So we have the info. Right. We live, eat, sleep, and breathe cruising. And so we know what's going on. And we know what's going on now. And we know what's going on. Well, we don't know what's going on tomorrow but normally we do <laughs> because nobody knows what's going on tomorrow right we now. We know what happened yesterday. But we know, yeah, we know what happened yesterday and, and we will know when stuff is happening again tomorrow. Yes. If that makes sense. So there's another good reason. Also, you can get to know your travel advisor by um, just talking to them on the phone or whatever. But with us... We do a podcast every week. This is episode 83. We have a few vlogs already up on our cruises on the Fantastic Studios YouTube channel. We have several scuba diving videos and other adventures, manatee swims. Um, you can get to know us through these experiences. You can get to know us, know who we are. If you meet us in person, you're going to say you're just like you are on the podcast because we try and be very authentic. And so you'll feel like, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, we meet people sometimes and they listen to the podcast or they see our YouTube channel and we don't really know them. Maybe we know them a little bit from chatting mm -hmm. and stuff. So they feel like they know us really well and we don't know them at all. But uh, but we've always had positive experiences from our side, too. But you can get to know us. And if you're in the Fantastic Cruising community, we're probably going to interact with you if you are active in the community we're going to interact with you. If you want to become a patron of the Fantastic Cruising community, um, you'll get postcards from us every month. Depending on what level you're at, you may get a piece of art printed, although we're a little behind right now. It's we coming, I promise. Apologize to our patrons. But um, but you you know we've even done, and we haven't done one for a while, but we've even done Zoom meetings where we've played games with. So there's lots of ways to get to know us. And, uh, and the more you know somebody, you know, you know, you can trust them so we can make good travel advisors for you. And then the bonus reason. No, you missed one. I missed one. Go ahead. Yes. What, what so our, our biggest reason is we want to share our love of cruising and travel with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is why we do this. And that is, that is our main goal. Yes. We're not going to pretend like we don't want to make money from this because... Yeah, but it's a side gig. Like it's it's, it is. it's not it's base it's cruise money. If it's, if you want to know the truth, it's a way to get us on more cruises. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, we're not getting rich doing this. Um uh, it's not our main motivation is is not money. If we, if that was, we could just go get a, a 
regular job um, and get guaranteed money. We're doing this because we want to share that passion with you. We want to make more cruisers. We want you to love cruising. And the bonus reason. Yeah, now, now you can say it. Is uh, for certain types of cruisers, we are especially appropriate. If you are an animal person, if you are a scuba diver, a snorkeler, if you want to be a scuba diver or a snorkeler, if you want to, if you're interested in wildlife, we are the channel for you. We are the podcast for you and we are the advisors for you because we can tell you where the best scuba diving is, where the best snorkeling is, how to do it, what not to do, what to do. We can give you all this information because that is what we are really all about. So we're a good travel advisor for anybody that cruises. But if you are a person that is into wildlife or underwater adventure, we are definitely the advisors for you. Absolutely. So there you go. That's why you should hire us as your travel advisors. And by hire us, I mean we're free. So it doesn't cost you anything. And uh, Send us a message. And if not, and that's okay. Look, like I said, we're not really, a, this channel isn't going to become a sales channel. We're not all about that. Uh, we will mention Fantastic Travel probably, you know, a lot. We'll mention it. We're not going to dedicate episodes to it like this one. But we wanted you guys to be aware of what we offer and why we offer it. And, um, and let you know, you know, that that's available. Yes. So. If you're interested, you can send us a message on Facebook, leave a comment below on YouTube, or send us an email, fantastictravel at gmail.com. Also in the show notes on YouTube and in the podcast, you can find links. Did you say that? Links? for I yeah. said comment below, send us a message. I'm said if you're interested in... Booking. Us? contacting us yeah. yeah yeah but also the email our email oh it's in the show notes which is, i understand i got it which yes. if you're interested in that um you can go through fantastic cruising at gmail.com but we actually have a gmail that is specifically set up for the travel uh yes which i said portion and say it again say it one more fantastic time. travel at gmail.com make sure you get thin not fan yes fantastic travel at gmail.com uh, but you know get a hold of us and if you have questions you know, let us know. We're here to answer questions. I'm a teacher. I love answering questions. There are no bad questions. Okay, just questions. The only bad question is the one you don't ask. So uh, let us let us know your comments, your concerns, and let us know how you like this video podcast. But yeah, we're not done yet. No, because we're gonna get to our our favorite segment. It's my favorite segment. It's your favorite segment. It's, it's, I don't know if it's your favorite segment. I shouldn't just assume. It's definitely one of my favorite segments. <laughs> and that is the cruise creature. <laughs> we'll see how that went because I have to put the audio in later. I think I sang it in my head. <laughs> All right. Well, what is today's cruise creature, Kimbra? It's the stoplight parrotfish. Yes. So uh, stop. In the name of love. Before I eat your coral. Or do you want to go Spice Girls? Stop right now. Thank you very much. I don't know that one. No? No. I don't know any other stop songs, so that's all, right. all you get. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we feature a cruise creature every week, and uh, we had a whole episode a couple weeks back on sea turtles. 
if you're into sea turtles, it was pretty popular. So go back uh, a couple, a few episodes. You'll see it's called the sea turtle episode. And it is nothing but sea turtle talk the entire time. Uh, we'll probably do more episodes like that where we'll focus on a cruise creature for the entire episode. I've got a great idea for the next one. And and when we do that, that may be an example of when we actually have some images. We may throw an image up of our stoplight parrotfish here. But don't worry, if you're listening to the audio version, just Google stoplight parrotfish and you can see them. But here's, here's the thing about the stoplight parrotfish. They are one of many species of parrotfish that live in our oceans. Most, if not all, of the parrotfish live around coral reefs. The stoplight parrotfish, which is one of my favorites, lives in the Caribbean. You find them in Florida, throughout the Caribbean. And they are a beautiful parrotfish, which I know all the parrotfish are pretty much beautiful. There are some ugly parrotfish. Yes. Okay. There are ugly parrotfish, but most of them are not. And the stoplight is gorgeous. Now, the thing you have to understand about parrotfish is that they are a little difficult to identify sometimes because you can look up stoplight parrotfish and you might find different pictures of the same species that look totally different and that has to do with the fact that they change throughout their life so they have they have a juvenile phase and then they sometimes they have a sub-adult phase and then they have what's called the initial phase um, and and that is also kind of the female phase and then they go into their terminal phase and the terminal phase is the males so you're looking at me like i'm crazy no i'm just listening <laughs> i already knew all of that okay so the if you see one of these stop by parrotfish if it's an adult uh it may be if it's an if it's not in the terminal phase if it's a female then it's going to be kind of brown and white with a little bit of red on it okay um, if you see the adult males, though, they're very distinct in that they are this beautiful sort of teal color, kind of greenish, more teal towards their head. They have red fins. They have a little bit of red on their face. They've got a little yellow spot right by their um, pectoral fin. And then on their tail, they have some yellow splotches. They also have some turquoise blue on their pectoral fin, on their on their anal fin. That's the fin underneath their body and uh, and a little bit on their tail fin a little bit mixed in close to their mouth sometime just a really colorful vibrant parrotfish and like all parrotfish they they like to eat algae and they'll eat bits of coral and they get the name parrotfish because of their beak-like mouth now they need this to be able to scrape the algae and stuff off of the off of the coral the problem is when they do that, they get a little bit more than just the algae and the soft coral. They get some of that limestone skeleton that the coral produces as well. And some of that just gets spit out onto the, the floor of the, of the ocean. Some of it they accidentally swallow. And then it's limestone. So what goes in must come out. And that's how we get sand. That's how we get some sand. <laughs> that's how some of that beautiful white powdery Caribbean and Florida sand that looks so beautiful. A lot of that is from thousands of years of parrotfish crumbs and parrotfish poop. Yeah. Think about that next time your toes are getting, or the sand is getting squished between your toes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's parrotfish poop. I mean, it's just rocks and minerals. I just, I just saw a post on one of the scuba diving channels where somebody found a picture of sand under a microscope and they were 
I don't think they believed it was sand because if you look at sand under a microscope, it is made up of small things that were bigger things that got crushed into small things. And those things sometimes are um, pieces of seashells. Sometimes it's parrotfish poop. Sometimes it's minerals like we have a lot of quartz in our sand in Florida. Sometimes it's um, uh, these these weird little creatures called, oh boy, I can't think, I should have looked it up before I and say that they're called foraminophores. I'd have to look it up. They have a really hard to pronounce name. But anyway, it's made up of all these little things. So when you look at sand under a microscope, you see all these little geometric shapes and colors and patterns, uh, as well as the physical pieces being different geometrical shapes. And they were just blown away by that. But uh, sand, we always say that sand on a beach tells a story because if you do look at it closely, you can see how fine it's been ground up. You can see what it's made of. And that sort of tells you a little bit about the history of that beach. How old is it? What are its, we call them parent sources. You know, if you go to a beach in Hawaii, it might be black sand because it's all volcanic rock. If you go to a beach in the Panhandle, it's a lot of quartz up there. So you get this beautiful, white, shiny, glittery sand. Different sand, different areas, made of different stuff. If it's getting a lot of wave action, um, or it's been around for a really long time, the sand gets broken up into smaller pieces. If it's newer or it's in calmer water, the sand might be more coarse. I don't know when this switched from the parrotfish to the sand episode, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. So that's our cruise creature, the stoplight parrotfish. Really beautiful fish and a really common one to see if you're in the Caribbean, if you're snorkeling or scuba diving. Uh, very, very regular encounter with the stoplight parrotfish yes okay i think that's gonna do it what are we at um, a little over an hour so yep, we're doing good we did it all right you want to take us out yes take us out to the horizon <laughs> see that didn't work okay we're gonna head for the horizon and until next time seize the day have a fantastic week everybody Okay, well, thank you for hanging out to the end. Those of you who listen to the podcast and our loyal listeners know that we do this thing after the credits. New people may not see it or they um, they may not, I don't know, they may not know about it. But, but for those of you that, that are listening, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support because I'm suspecting that most of them are old-time listeners. Probably. I don't mean you're old. I just mean you've been listening for the duration of the podcast or a good portion you shouldn't of it. call our listeners old no I, I mean i'm not look people in glass houses and yada 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 but um look do us a favor uh because if you are one of those loyal listeners who's been listening for a while and uh, some of you do this already and we really appreciate you guys a lot but send us an email fantastic cruising at gmail.com um, let us know that you're listening let us know if you have any questions let us know what you think what you thought of this video episode? Did you like it? Would you prefer to keep the audio only? Or is this something that you think you would enjoy? Just, um, yeah, throw us a bone. Let us know what's what's going on. Is that is that our end? That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I, I also just want to randomly say 
because this impacted my day. I do not like getting my eyes dilated at the eye doctor. I thought that was going to be way deeper than that. (laughs) What did you think it was going to be? I thought you were going to say something like sentimental or or, uh, really serious. And you're just like, I don't like getting my eyes dilated. It's like totally a bummer, man. Like everything's like bright and everything. I was like going towards the light. I don't know why I just made you a surfer. Yeah, thanks. I sound like Crush from Nemo. Well, hey, there's a sea turtle. Yeah, but... You're welcome. But Squirt is a lot cuter. Can you make me sound like him? Not that kind of Squirt. <laughs> I don't remember what Squirt sounds like. He's just got a like, high-pitched like little kid voice. He's not a surfer kid? Oh, yeah, he is. Oh. Like, All right, dude. I can't do Squirt. No, no, no don't even try. <laughs> 